Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Welcome back. Welcome, guys, to an all-new episode of Pride the Podcast. Thank you so much to our friends at Rehab Entertainment for bringing us to you again. Today is a day of ending, so today will be our last episode until the fall. So we are going to go out and have a great summer vacation. And today we also have a special guest in the studio today, Alex Vigatas, special friend of the podcast, before she leaves on her big trip to Amsterdam. So we're so excited to welcome her today. But as you know, I am Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. And I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm Alex Vigatov. Yay! Yeah, I'm so glad to have you Welcome here. Welcome to our brand new studio. <laughs> under construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under construction. She's under construction, but we've taken a huge step mm-hmm. in the right direction. Thank mm-hmm. God. Thank mm-hmm. God, and, and the perfect direction. Uh, Brayden was stepping in this direction with us as well, but he is out today, and he will be rejoining us this fall for brand new episodes. But until then, Alex, tell us how you know this friend group. I cannot wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we all met through friends of friends. We had mm-hmm. some mutual friends in common. I think it was back in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, I actually have it. So let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know the exact moment. Yeah, the first time I saw you, I came to a party at a pool. Memorial Day Memorial weekend. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> in Long Beach, right? Yeah, which yeah. means our anniversary is coming up soon. But I met you, <laughs> yeah, um, and I was actually telling, actually today, it's crazy because one of the first things I remember you saying is like, how you want to move to Amsterdam? Like, that's always been a dream of yours since I met you. So it is so crazy. And I think that's why I'm like not at the point where I'm like sad that you're leaving because it's just like I am sad but I'm not usually because I don't do well yeah I don't do well with change but for this this is a good change this is something you wanted since the very beginning so I'm excited yeah you're exactly right and it's you know I mean New York is my home base so I'll I'll be back at least once a year but um, and you know until then I mean everybody's let's come hang in Amsterdam come hang in Europe I'll meet you wherever yes Um, you know excited for my friends to come and hang with me over there as well that's um, That's so exciting. So tell Um, our listeners. Same. uh, (laughs) Yeah, why are you moving? What's Um, going on? uh, I have, as Darrell mentioned, I've wanted to move internationally Mm -hmm. for the last, you know, five or so years. And uh, I finally got, uh, you know, I interviewed for a job and got a job that's going to sponsor my visa and, you know, pay for my relocation, which is really very cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... And I'm like, can you tell us what the job is? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be working for Google. Um, wow! Yeah. Rich people on this podcast. We get the richest guests. I love it. I was like, come on, tell us where you're working. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what they've won. Um, yeah, I'll be working for Google. It was like a crazy interview process. I like kind of dropped off the face of the planet for a you few definitely months did. while I, <laughs> I was looking for you. Know, prepped for interviews wow, for that. Yeah. yeah, you know. How many um, interviews did you have to go through? It was formally three, but informally it was five total kind of conversations. Oh, wow. with my God, that was like my my interview process with Eden. Which yeah. <laughs> 
two too many, but yeah, you know. yeah, it was it was it was a lot. I don't think I've ever done more than like two interviews. Mm. Yeah, yeah, one and then like a, a few times just a follow up. Yeah, I think I've done mm-hmm. two like two when I've worked at Preston Club. When I mm-hmm. at, at job at ten, it was one. God rest your soul, Grace. I walked in and got got it that day. Like it was one. So usually, you know, most people get in and out. But I'm super. I'm so proud of you because like this is gonna be so huge for you. And tell people what you do because I. So actually, Alex explained to me what she does because I was just like, I know you work in advertising. I do something. Like tell people what you do and break it down for our listeners. Okay. Um, I work as an engagement manager uh, at an advertising technology company, now soon to be, you know, I'm moving to Google, it's a new job. I started working in advertising agencies on kind of more of the creative side of things in client services, and then um, through a few different experiences doing that, I uh, kind of wanted to transition more into tech I liked um, you know the I like the what the single-mindedness of like a product roadmap working at a tech company and what that does for the culture mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. Um, you know like the people working there it just sort yeah. of like unites everybody yes absolutely um, rather than you know um, uh, other goals that you know don't necessarily like get me going and yeah. you know uh, foster the type of culture that I like being around mm-hmm. um, and so I moved to an advertising technology company uh, in April of 2020 which was totally wild I'm really grateful that I had a CEO at the time who was super adamant about no layoffs um, unless like absolutely necessary he was like no mass layoffs so you know it's like I just started at the company and um, you know with with the pandemic it was I was pretty terrified that I was going to get laid off Um, Mm. so yeah and then I had a really great experience at that company learned a lot and then um, once things after the pandemic started looking positive again I started kind of putting feelers out again looking for an international job because the last time I was the last time around when I was looking as well closer to kind of earlier when we met back in like 2017 through Mm -hmm. leading up to the pandemic I didn't quite have enough experience Um, Mm -hmm. like a lot of these countries um, want you like they want to justify sort of sponsoring your uh, visa like the companies in these countries and a lot of times that has to do with like I can't find this talent elsewhere like that's how they justify kind of bringing the the talent in Um, because obviously you know like you know all all countries want to you know give people work in their country as a preference Mm -hmm. you know which is understandable we obviously um, hear about about that a lot here in the US politically with the outsourcing you know Mm -hmm. uh, trend that is happening yeah um so yeah i finally kind of just the right opportunity came up and i had told the right colleague at the time that i was interested in moving internationally and uh it just uh yeah and then just like you know busting my ass prepping for these interviews and Mm -hmm. then i just yeah it just happened it's it's you know it doesn't a hundred percent feel real i think when I land there, this probably right. Once you get there, yeah, I'm like it's I'm, gonna be like when you first move to New York, and you're just like, do I really live in New York? Like yeah. you're probably gonna have that for a minute. Like yeah. I live in Amsterdam, exactly. Yeah, and I like I fully expect to like break down at the airport and be like, am I is what am I doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how I felt moving to New York. Like I literally was not well. I thought I was. I mean, it was just New York. I'm still in the U.S. But I yeah. thought I was. I remember the first month. Ooh, I was like, I'm going, I'm going back home. 
I was like, yeah. but like, not going back home to live there, I wanted to go back and visit people because I was still, I hadn't made any friends here. I mean, the only friends I had at the time were uh, Adam and Brayden when we moved here together. And I had like nobody. Like I was just like, I miss my girls and things. I'm always surrounded by girls, as you and Ashley know. So I'm just like, <laughs> I need my girl base, and I'm like, I'm ready to go back. And I was, I was still in the place where I was like, I'm I was going like, back. I'm on my way, baby. Oh, yeah, you said, I'm, I'm, I'm just give me a minute. Just give me a few months. <laughs> yeah. And like it was just like I wanted to even go to my high school's homecoming game. I was like, what am I doing? Like I don't. No, I need to stay my ass here and like get myself together, and I did, and I ended up writing a uh, film, and I was able to go back to Texas and do it. So you're gonna completely probably have moments like that, but like you know, never know when we're gonna pop up because we are really looking at. I think the most amazing is like thing is you're gonna be over there, and now you'll have access to just like. France and mm-hmm. Italy and just like it'll yeah. be it's so much easier to travel once you get out of the US. Absolutely. Yeah. So like your travel like encyclopedia, your travel game mm-hmm. is gonna be on point and I'm like wait please post a lot on Instagram uh, so we can live through you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We have to do but this is gonna be are you, what is one thing that you're most nervous about? Moving. Like, for people out there who might be thinking of making a big move somewhere, what is the one thing for you that you're most nervous about? Hmm. The one thing I'm most nervous about is uh, not liking it. Yeah. Like, yeah. M- moving to a place and then realizing that it's not for me. And then, you know, like, like I mean, I, it's, you know, that's a very real possibility. Mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty good about it. You know, yeah, like, right. there were kind of some criteria that I had around picking certain cities um, and Amsterdam checks you know a a lot of the boxes that I have Um, but you know that doesn't mean that I might not show up and you know I've I've spent three days there before it's totally different living in a new place with a different Mm -hmm. culture of people and it's a very international city but you know um, like it might not be for me and then Mm -hmm. you know uh, it's you know then it just the situation changes to just like okay well I tried it out and now I need to like try something else out but to your point about the traveling Ashley Mm -hmm. it's you know like for me it's also okay now that I'm going to be over there I can check out a bunch of other cities Mm -hmm. and potentially like move there Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah Yeah. that too you know Mm -hmm. so that's definitely (sighs) that travel is you know the number one part of why I wanted to do this. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, what is the thing that you're looking most forward Mm -hmm. to? Oh, yeah. Traveling. Definitely. I'm already like, okay, I got to, like, plan a trip to somewhere tropical during the wintertime because it's going to be, like, super dark and, And like, rainy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, ooh, Morocco, but then like, ugh, like people are saying that I shouldn't go there by myself as a woman, ugh, which is so. See, annoying. I wanted that was on my list to go so, as yeah. like a solo trip, but it's just like, mm. yeah, they're like, you're already gonna, you know, there. It's one of those places where like people are coming up and kind of like, you know, uh, approaching you and trying to get you to buy shit and stuff like that all mm. the time, and they just were like, yeah, it's like, it's rough. Like yeah. thinking about, we talked about it recently here on the podcast about safe places to travel when you're one or when you're a person mm-hmm. of color or when you're gay and it's just like mm-hmm. how do you know like I'm leaving for Croatia soon and it's kind of like yeah. okay you know I know some there's parts of Croatia there. there's issues over there There, in, in some yeah. places there are issues in Croatia mm-hmm. I mean where I'm going to be technically it's like a techno festival and you know a lot of gays gravitate to that but it doesn't mean that there won't be some bad 
seeds in a crowd mm-hmm. like that, looking for that. You know, I mean, we've seen here in Hell's Kitchen in gay bars where people have been attacked and killed. Most recently, um, when the gentleman was killed in um, the bar, you know, when he left, and so. It's interesting. Are you oh, scared? Of, yeah. yeah. Are you Are you scared? Like as a woman traveling over there and being over there by yourself? Uh, I've traveled by myself before, and I yeah. actually I really I really like traveling yeah. alone because mm-hmm. I'm selfish on vacation, and mm-hmm. I don't like having to compromise a single thing, thing for another <laughs> word. Do what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take a solo trip. Yeah. I just want to do exactly it's what I want. Right nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it depends on the place, you know? Um, like none of the places that I've gotten to alone have been places where it would be super duper concerning for like a, you know, level-headed, reasonable person to, yeah, sure. for me to be there as mm-hmm. a woman by myself. But like, yeah, I mean, and the other, like, for me, the other thing is, you know, do I, I'm like, ugh, I want to see the world, but the, like all of the world, but at the same time, like I, uh, I struggle with supporting the economy of a place that is so oppressive towards, you know, mm-hmm. me and, you know, the people that I love, you know, yeah. like, well, you know, towards people in general. Period. Yeah, China. You know, like, yeah. 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 Well, like Egypt, you know, <laughs> like. Egypt is yeah. a scary place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I'm like, yeah, I would love to see the pyramid someday, but I'm like, do I really want to give you my money when you are so oppressive? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, can you find a place that's not oppressive? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you might as well just, like, pick and choose your battles and, like, yeah. what you're willing to, like, yeah. <laughs> turn the other cheek, <laughs> turn a blind eye to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, if you avoid, if you want to not be uh, associated with something that's problematic, you would have nothing. That's very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That is a very true statement. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do the best you can mm-hmm. to the best of your ability. You can knowingly mm-hmm. say, like, if I know this, I can make the decision. Like, for me, I have not eaten Chick-fil-A since. Mm-hmm. As bad as I want. I want it really bad. <laughs> I can't say There that might be some people at the table who have eaten it. I have. Me. I have. But I don't, but I do, like, I never. And said, give me my fucking waffle fry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know what Io said? She said every time she just can't curb the craving, she goes and then she goes and donates to an LGBTQ organization that's, and put it puts it under Chick Fil A's name. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I and was that, like, okay. And she was like, that's what I have to do to like justify getting Chick Fil A. You know what? Io has a great yes. idea, and mm-hmm. I think that that's something that we can attribute to a lot of places that we know that are oppressive toward the LGBTQ community, Black community, women in general. Mm-hmm. If you know that it's a problem, and there. I mean, because, you know, Disney, you know, we're planning on going to Disney. We know that they had their issue and we give them a lot of money. JK so it's like, why don't, we, why don't we all make a vow and people try out there, listeners, if you can try to donate to a chair. If you absolutely cannot, you have to have your waffle fry. You have to have your chicken nugget. Or you have to go mm. see Goofy. And I don't admit. have to have it. I right. just want it. Okay, but if you want it, <laughs> then try to want to put something toward you know better right the people that they oppress yeah Mm -hmm. I really need to do a big donation to everybody because the way I be in Amazon's like (laughs) like in Amazon listing Amazon yeah like it's bad just to the elbow (laughs) yeah it's and I and I and I get that so Alex one thing so you are also in addition to being an advertiser you are also a performer as well and so is that something that you think of being in a place in that area that you might want to pick back up I mean I know you're already super busy that's a whole new but is that something that you would want to take up over there yeah well so yeah I mean one of the other reasons that I'm really excited about living in 
yesterday and Sasha Europe in general is the quality of life is so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, like people take you know their work hours pretty seriously so mm-hmm. I look forward to hopefully having a better work life balance mm-hmm. so that I can more frequently do the things that I love like tap yes. dancing I'm a tap dancer right yes. Um, and yes I definitely plan to pick that back up 100% is yeah. your kind of, where are you going Amsterdam right you is are, do, are they practicing four day weeks yet no Cause I, oh, okay. not because I know certain European countries do they have nap have, time Google uh, does not come <laughs> no. They have pods, right? Um, right. Or is that all fictional from that right, movie? Right, from that movie with the, the intern or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's my location. I know, I know they have like a good lunch and snack type situation. Mm. And that's very, and very like, important. I mean, that's, it's I, very important. It's going to save me a lot of money. No, it, yeah. yeah. Girl, so, you know. so at work, we have just like all kinds of random shit. So today, the other day, I was like, I don't want to spend the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a bagel. And I'm put cream cheese, and we have like uh, jerky little packages. I was like, I'm gonna put a little bit of jerky on there. I was like, I right. <clears throat> sat at the table and just ate my little bagel and jerky. Bagel and jerky. Mm-hmm. Bagel. Like it's a snack lunch day. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. But sometimes I mean, it be's like that. You know, sometimes you have to you have to do that. I, there's the, I, I was gonna say what I've eaten before, but it's you know I've, I've taken a little thing of like tuna and put it in one of those little mac and cheese things, like mac and cheese and tuna. Because like sometimes it's like, like noodle caboodle. Yeah, sometimes you need to need there to do that. Um, but before we go to break, Alex, something else that's really exciting about you going there. You are also a person. You could we all, all of us here on the podcast are just very sex positive, and so you are like. You love to, like, get out there and, like, explore things. So are you excited about going to Amsterdam and see what that life is like there? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, um, the, I wouldn't have moved to a place that was, you know, like. Anti-sex. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Doesn't support sex work. Activities. Because I've heard Berlin is really sex positive. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That Our was friend. another one of the cities that was on the list of places that yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. Friend of the pod, Charles, one morning. I don't know why he was at the house that early. Or maybe, I think he stayed the night. You don't know why he was at the house that early? Of course well, Charles was there. So he was asleep and woke up. And I was like, oh, I'll chick kick it with you. And so he, we put on YouTube, like, just docus of Berlin sex like underground sex world and this mm-hmm. and that he's like oh I've been to that club I've been to this club <laughs> I got my ass ate over <laughs> I will say I that is one thing that I've always loved and respected about you Alex like you you think sometimes I give you life with that but you give me life because you are fearless in the way that you as a woman carry yourself with sex and how you exude it like you are brilliant and I'm very glad that you taught me that because for me personally I've been to you know bathhouses I've talked about it and been to places like that but that's something that I've been thinking about exploring more like the sex world like mm-hmm. you know what does polyamory look like what does swing look like like and what does that look like as a gay black man because that's something completely different and you know swinging is you kind of have to be a heterosexual couple for that to happen and then I'm like well I'm not yeah, that not necessarily no, I was like, not necessarily no. well it's something in Pre- pre- predominantly and the reason I said that is because what I've been invited to have been a lot of swinger places and they're usually like you must either be a couple mm-hmm. or you must be uh, a single one but no single men can yeah, come no, yeah no you're you're not you're not wrong about that um that, that's definitely like yeah. a thing um but you know I uh I think that outside of like the sex party scene yeah that um cause you know that I I struggle a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
app because uh, first of all, like it limits my pool, um, right. and as well, and yeah. and second of all, it's you know, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's like a preferential mm-hmm. um, thing. However, on the other hand, on the flip side, you know, like single hetero men can tend to like, uh, you know be creeping and like make sure people feel uncomfortable yeah, and, yeah. we've all like, seen the one guy that like lurks yeah. yeah um and so it's kind of aimed at like reducing some of that as well yeah i mm. hear that so mm. it's that's a that's a tough one but i think mm-hmm. like outside of the uh like the sort of like membership type sex party scene you mm-hmm. know there's also like people that are uh in open relationships of all types of sexualities yeah. that are out there. There mm-hmm. are dating apps that are specific to yeah. like poly people or sex positive people. Like I think I'm exist, online recently. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that that like, you know, <laughs> in the gay world it's just called being open. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well there's there's open and then there's poly, right? So Right. Like, I really wish that the stigma around that would just go away and there would be more options for people because I feel like so many people end up getting in monogamous relationships and habitually cheating because Mm -hmm. that's not what they want. They don't want like one-on-one monogamy. And not only like either, like it's, there's cheating obviously, but then there's also just, you know, like why shouldn't you be having exactly the sex life that you want to be having? Like, yeah. 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 As long as you're not harming Someone, you uh-huh. know, like actually harming them. I mean, you know, there's yep. the good hurt. There's the good pain, you know, the, the specific, you know, like, yeah, 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 gotta right. sign a waiver pain. Mm. But, like, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you might have to sign a waiver. I don't know. Bitch. But, you know, as long as you're not actually harming someone, mm-hmm. then, like, you should be able to. There's someone out there who wants it just like how you want it. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is. All you need is consent. That's a great way to wrap this segment up. (laughs) We're gonna take a quick break, refill your drinks, Mm -hmm. and when we come back, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on this topic. We're gonna keep a couple of we're gonna keep on this topic and then slide into some hot topics. (laughs) Hotter topics, I guess. We'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back. We're We're back. back. We're back. So we were talking about, you know, sex positivity mm-hmm. and sex parties and stuff like that. So I'm wondering, you know, with the pandemic, when it first hit, obviously sex workers had to transition and, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to make this coin, right? Yeah. All the things. And just for fun. Very that. Okay. So that was the first pivot, right? And so now we're almost, we almost feel like we're out of this pandemic. We're still in it, but, you know, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Now, a choo-choo and like this edible, <laughs> here come monkeypox, right? Oh, yeah. God. So, obviously, that's taking another toll yeah. at sex work. So now, what's the next pivot? I mean, well, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, that's bad. And I would say that technically... <laughs> Um, watch your yeah. Watch your, watch your I said, ooh, ah, I'm, first of all, many people have called me a monkey, but we'll have to pin that for another Yeah, that's another there. whole so episode. Just put a pin on that. But I also played a monkey and won an award for it, but we'll also put a that, pin in that, too, because that's not good. Um, I think that people are going to go back to the OnlyFans and Just for Fans. I don't think that that was ever over. No. You have people that are saying that they make up to 40K and more a month. Like... 
on OnlyFans. Money. And this one guy, I was doing some research, he makes that amount of money and he doesn't do, in my opinion, my opinion only, he doesn't do anything to warrant that amount of money. Like, there's no oh. se- there's no sex going on. Mm-hmm. There's no masturbation really going on. There's nothing happening but gratuitous shirtless pictures. There's, there are some videos of suggestion. Um, but what's interesting is they're no different than what's on his Instagram and his Twitter. And his Twitter, you know, usually you can go to Twitter for type of porn and stuff like that. But people are still paying because I think what he does is he will communicate with them once they sign yeah, up. You'll, you, you can get messages from them personally. So maybe something's going on there. But I just think it's, you know, a lot of people are going to Snapchat now because they have a, you can get their private Snap and get those same kind of money. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think that's where it's going. With OnlyFans, I mean, uh, another uh, kink that some people have mm-hmm. is, you know, paying money. Yeah. Like that is. Oh, yeah. They just want to dish out money. Yeah. Um, Pay pigs. So, yeah, I mean... Pay pigs? Isn't that what it was in uh, Pay pigs? Oh, no, oh, what Kat, what she did, yeah, yeah. what Kat did. Oh, oh, I don't yeah. know that was the term for it, actually. Yeah. Well, I, um, well, they used the term in the show. I don't know if it was necessarily that. Uh, uh, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, cash something pig. that was, like, like cash I, pig. I thought you were talking about something that was, like, was actually, like, mm. piggy, you know, like that, and I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. no, you get piggy, you lose on that. All right, great, go ahead and move it on. <laughs> cash pigs, though. Yeah. Yes. Just dishing out money. Like, they got I money to I just want to see you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would, y'all, would you have like a cash pick? Like, if somebody offered you, like, "Hey, I I, I want to zoom with you a little later tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, check your Zelle." What people then... get paid for this? I need to stay the fuck off Facetime with people because <laughs> I'm doing it for free. Yeah, I'm on Facetime. No one's buy the cow when you're giving the milk away for free. Shit, I don't oh, gave the whole God. damn dairy farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Would y'all? I mean, depending on like what 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 do you want from me? Like you just want to zoom? I want to I want to like hang out and like talk, and then I want to see you get up and shake your ass <laughs> in like in like sexy lingerie that I send you. And that's it. And I mean, then whatever so, else you know, I, I mean, develop after that. It, it, it depends on fine. what you. There want. are too many parameters. Would you do it or not? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, because there's also. Well, for me, there are parameters. It but depends. That's okay. That is okay. It depends. Good. Like how. But far there's are someone for each. This? But there's yeah. someone actually though for each parameter. It's the thing is, is like there are some people who will get on there. and You can be completely dressed and get a guy on there, and they want you to talk to them, and you're dominant, and you're submissive, and they're just, you're just like you piece of shit. Like you're so ugly and gross, and they're like that turns them on. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, there are parameters. Well, you don't even have to get naked, like so. But then she, I feel like she would have to like go searching for that, and I don't think that's what she's into. Well, that's true too. No, right. <laughs> so what I'm unless like, you want to you're like proposing if just like some somebody random approaches guy. you and sees like, you hey. on hinge and DMs hinge. you <laughs> and is like, hey, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I would love to talk sometime mm-hmm. and be very generous. Okay. I'll listen. I'll hold a conversation, okay, and we can talk. Sure. I mean, you know, but I, then it turns into like, yeah, I'm gonna send you sexy lingerie, and I would love for you to like pose for me, maybe like bounce that ass. I don't know. Till you can't no more. I'm gonna say no. Okay. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it's a soft no. It's, <laughs> it's a soft no. Like I need a lot more details. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like upfront no. Cool. But you are not <laughs> completely turned off by the conversation. Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I am, but like, I'm, you know. You always yeah. want to see what they're talking about. <laughs> oh. I have a listening ear. And listen, I'm not going to judge by no, sometimes details make a difference. It's yeah. very, it's all in the detail. Right. I'm not just like, hell no. It's not a hell no. It's right. just a, no. This dude I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. he's now newly into alt-Twitter land, so now... I know he's talking about you show me. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. he had started on TikTok with his boyfriend, and they were doing silly videos, and they got, got went viral. Then they broke up. Now he's with some other dude who looks exactly like his ex, like clearly has a type. People have a type, yeah. And so um, now they're doing, you know, cute little TikTok videos together, and now that's transitioning into like Twitter videos and you know, like alt stuff. Yeah. Well, he, he had posted and was like, hey, selling videos for, you know, if you want to, you know, see more, DM me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this dude put like, you know, a screenshot and it was like, hey, um, how much this and that he's like well i sell two for 35 a piece and he was like well how long are they he said 45 seconds each <gasps> and i was just like that's ridiculous <laughs> 35 dollars per video for 45 seconds so you can just watch what he has on 70 dollars for what a minute and a half i was like you're crazy like you ain't nobody you ain't like, got relax. nothing to right but thing is some people like well, hey some people only need 45 <laughs> seconds so would would y'all be into like something that's sexual to somebody else but not sexual to you like you like feet or something like that Mm -hmm. like like, i mean oh would you like oh oh, alex (laughs) have you well yeah i mean i i had a i had a a boyfriend that had a foot fetish Mm -hmm. yes you know i mean it wasn't like um shacked him off at your feet yeah. Yeah. That's my only uh, interest. I've done that, Jack. Somebody off my feet. Yeah. Um, At the Eagle? <coughs> 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 we're, we're talking to Alex right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the Eagle. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's um sometimes you, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, sometimes you, you know, like make compromises and mm-hmm. um, learn to like things that they like. So was it like the number one? Was it something that I was like super, super duper into? Not necessarily. Did you rush home and take off your shoes and like let's go? Did yeah, I like? Did I you know get turned on by it because it turned my partner on and because I loved my partner? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like you find mm-hmm. that way. Sure. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, it's. Um, you know, it's case by case basis. It, I, I actually <laughs> agree with you about that. Like, and you know, thinking about like what I want in a partner, that's something I personally want in a partner, somebody who is sexually free. I'm not saying that I would personally say maybe polyamory or anything like that, but in the sense of like 
let's do things together as partners. Like, mm-hmm. not a, you can go off and hook up with somebody. Not that I have anything against that. That's, anybody who wants that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, I want to be there. Like, you know, it might, it <laughs> yeah. might, be, it might be a cuck situation, uh, mm-hmm. which I've been watching lately, a little cuck hole. Yeah, it's oh. about, it's about person. Yeah. That's a whole, yeah. yeah that's a, that's another a podcast whole. where they were just talking about being cuckold. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, just partners watching. Like, if, like, I'm dating somebody, like, and I want to sit in the corner and watch them either fuck somebody else or them get fucked by them, I can just masturbate and do whatever I want mm-hmm. and just be like, I can't get to watching. my partner that I'm just watching my partner. What is it called? Cuckolding. Yeah. It comes from... Cuckolding? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It comes from a Shakespearean to be cuckold, which is to be... Have your wife cheat on you with like a bigger, stronger man? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. How I never. I it's know. a very yeah like. I blame us as gays. We should have done you better because there are things. You know, and I always thought like years ago. I'm like, I know everything. I've heard everything, but all the time I hear stuff, and I'm just like. I don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, actually, you, you don't earlier. know anything. You said it earlier. <laughs> Everybody, if there is somebody out there that is into the same stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. you are into There's at least like, one or same two. Same thing as that. <laughs> yeah. And, pe- mm-hmm. and people do like being tied up and restrained, the stuff we talked about, being safe with it and making sure consent, which is how we ended the last segment. And it's mm-hmm. like, for me, it's just like, yeah, you want to be in that and you want to be in a safe environment. You also want to be with someone that you completely trust, especially if it's something, you know, for our listeners out there, if it's something that's concerning your life. If someone's tying you up or choking yeah. your neck, you, you want to be with someone you trust. You don't, listen, do what you want. We're very sex positive, as y'all can tell, but we don't. I wouldn't suggest doing that with someone you met just that day to choke you until you turn blue. And then you, you want to make sure you're going to be safe and that you're going to come back from it. And I think that that's the most important thing when it comes to sex. And a lot of times, I think maybe people are scared to take that leap because they don't know if they truly trust either their partner or whoever they may be with at the moment. Because that's scary. It's like, how I know you're going to bring me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that. But I feel like, yeah, that's with dating in general. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to meet yeah. up with this person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. We'll see what yeah, happens. That's why I hate dating apps. Word. But I think it's so great <laughs> for people in our situation, at least me, actually, I'm like, we live together. So, like, mm-hmm. any guy that comes here for any one of us, it's like, mm-hmm. we're gonna, we're all gonna get a decision to put in on that. Like, we're all gonna get a, like, say, I mean, obviously, we don't have to follow that, but we all get a say in, like, hey, something sketchy about that, or, hey, you good? And, and I feel less threatened if I bring a guy home that I meet at the bar one night. We're dancing all night long. He's charming. I know his first, last name, and birthday, because that's quality. I have to know that. <laughs> and, you know, we're like, all right, let's go to my house. I feel more safe doing that because I know that I have two people in the next room mm-hmm. that I can, like, alert like, it's like something's off or something's wrong. I have a great relationship with my neighbors. It's like, you want to make sure you're safe in that. And I can't imagine, like, when you're by yourself, like, you know, you live by yourself, Alex. It's even more, you're like, I've really got to trust this person. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I fortunately, like, the block that I lived on here in Brooklyn mm-hmm. when I lived by myself was, um, like, fairly neighborhoody. So I did kind of feel visible and like I have mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. watching out for me um, to mm-hmm. a certain extent but yeah when you live I mean you know like the habit of coming home and checking every closet and behind the shower curtain and around the corner <laughs> when I come into my studio there is a, there's one corner it's one corner but, yeah. I, have to, but I check around it like, yeah. you know uh, it's, smart. It's, it's like you know the kind of that's being like a single person who's you know um 
you know, uh, choosing to not necessarily, I guess, have somebody to like check in with every night. You know, that's mm -hmm. just like a, that's like a decision you're making by, yeah. by living by yourself. Overall, like for me, the benefit is greater living by myself in terms of like getting alone time and that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's definitely like there are a lot of times where I'm coming home and I'm like, yeah, like it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm coming home from out dancing with yo asses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going home together. And I'm yeah. like, you know, like obviously, you know, my, my good friend is obviously you do are like, hey, let me know when you get home. Always. But it's like, I, I don't have somebody like, that's home that's like waiting for or me. otherwise yeah. i'll tell you like get over here um live under me i mean listen <laughs> i i feel that though on, on a whole thing i mean the one thing about our apartment that i've always loved is so big that we find ways mm. to have alone time from each other if we need yeah. it you know there's really no times where it's just like i don't want to be in y'all's faces but there are times where it's like oh i need a moment to do something or i need to take you know and we can do that and it'd be okay mm -hmm. and i think for a long time you know like other living situations I've had that hasn't been okay. Like we were talking earlier about vacations and something that really bugs me when I go on vacation with people is when they make me wake up at a certain time. It literally <laughs> upsets me to no end. And I understand, yes, if we have plans or something like that, that's different. But if there's no plan set and you're just upset that I'm in the bed still because you find that to be lazy or wasting my vacation time, I completely hear that. It's great for you to say it to me once. But if I tell you no... I'm yeah, why, is that, why isn't that person just going and doing what they want to do? It's like you're now wasting vacation time by talking to me because you can be yeah. out of my face. I feel like it's important when you are traveling with people to find people that you vibe with that yes. you can do your own thing. Mm -hmm. Like when we went to the Poconos, I remember mm -hmm. you were in the little enclosed, what do you call that? Porch. And you're over there and you like were just reading and it was fine. No one was like, Alex, what are you doing? Like, come here. It's just like yeah. you're doing. Y'all did not thing. come wake me up. I did that when we were in um Salt Lake in Utah. Mm -hmm. I and I like so went bad. by the fireplace and I was reading and it was just like I wanna go back so bad. Like, I want to go back yeah, spending that much time together, like, you know, we're social creatures, but, yeah. like, geez, like, to mm -hmm. a certain extent, like, you need, sometimes you just need a minute. And, and just, you're also, you know, and we're also older, and that is the problem yes. as well. It's like, if we have a night, the night before, at this point, everyone should know, like, don't expect me really the next day until like the next <laughs> night maybe like the days of me going from one party to another I say this as I'm about to head to Croatia to a five day techno festival but the days of me going from one party to another is like it's done like at least in good uppity condition I can't do it because I'm going to turn up the night before even though I'm like one drink but Alex and I were out guys this past weekend <laughs> and we at one point in the night Alex was coming home with me and then that didn't happen. We talked about it. We, well, I was like, I'm coming home with you, babe. And that was our talk. <laughs> and then, like, I got roped up with a man. Like, the situation just skylocked. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to be out that much. No, we were out the whole night. Yeah, we were out all night. Yeah, it felt great. Yeah, I came home because I was like, oh, Darrell and I are going to have dinner. We're going to hang out, whatever. I was like, hey, I'm home. He's like, oh, all right, I'm still at Boxers. I like, bet. <laughs> time went by. And I was like, well, I ain't lay my ass down for work. Right. The next day, I was like, what time did you get home? Going out of New York is so much more fun when it's not Friday and Saturday. I'm going to say it. Yeah, when it's, when it's not Friday and Saturday, absolutely. But at the same time, I personally, I think I personally like going out on Friday as opposed to 
Saturday. And the reason why is because Friday, you f- I feel like you can get two extra days of, like, I need to, like, rest my bones. It's that Saturday. <laughs> that's, 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 there goes your whole weekend. I'm too, uh, sure. I'm too tired on Friday night to go out. I, I understand that. that. But, then, but then you go out Saturday, which, you know, I can go out both. But, like, Saturday going into Sunday, because you get those Sunday scares. And I guess I didn't give a fuck about a Sunday scare because actually uh, Alex and I were out on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Turn it up, fist pumping. And you did say, you said, you the one got to go to work tomorrow. I'm actually, I ain't working right now. Like, so, I'm like, good. you yeah. said, I can stay out for as late as we want. I am fun employed. Right? Yeah, we, yeah, we were, we, we were you're doing You're in a that. nice, sweet spot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, you're not like, oh, my God, how am I going to work? Like, you have a job. Yeah. Just haven't started yet. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. You, and you're good you're at, like, finish out the summer. Right. And, you know. Yep. We were talking about sex. Sorry, going back to that real oh. quick. <clears throat> I want to talk about. So yesterday, a couple days ago, I got my monkey pox vaccine. Mm-hmm. And that's been obviously, like Adam was saying, it's something really huge that's kind of going on now. It's everyone, how does everyone feel about, number one, another virus that we have that we are having to contend with and get shots with? And how do you also feel about it? And we've talked about it in the past couple podcasts about some parts of it's aimed at um, the LGBTQ community. Braden was feeling like in the last podcast, he was like, oh, I don't think so. I think this is bad messaging. How do you girls feel about it? And do you feel like you want to do Because I know... What have you seen? Yeah, and what have you seen? I feel... So, I think that, like, what's an... Honestly, like, regardless of the messaging, I mm-hmm. think that the people who are at high risk right now... Mm-hmm are gay people mm-hmm. that is just like the mm-hmm. trend of what's happening mm-hmm. that's where it's being seen yeah mm-hmm. so for me it is super important to prioritize the highest risk people in terms of getting this vaccine sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like that's number one for me um number two uh you know yeah it's it it feels a little aidsy for sure in terms of like yeah. the way people are reacting to it mm-hmm. yeah um I hope we do better this time around. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's seen, like, it's, you know, it's not giving me, like, COVID vibes in terms of, like, the the scale of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's going to be, like, a wildfire situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, overall, um, when more vaccines become available and... Like, you know, I assume that they will after, like, it's, you know, they're, I think they're still figuring it out because I think it's new, but, you know, like, I, like, I would like to, like, I, I will get whatever vaccine, like, I, <laughs> I whatever need to, I need to, to protect, get. to protect myself and to, like, protect yeah. those around me. Like, I don't know, you know, um, you know, I, that's just, like, generally how I kind of feel about it. So, like, I'll absolutely get it, but, like, top priority for me is that the people that are high risk, get it and that yeah. like isn't necessarily me at this moment in time and, and a yeah. note on that uh, just a, a note right. on what you were saying before we move to Ashley's commentary on it is that I know that the reason that LGBTQ people are at a high risk right now is because the virus was really taking form in June which everyone knows is our pride month so mm-hmm. we were obviously most people were at Fire Island we were in prides all around the world like all over and so that's what it was and it just so happened that 
the way the media obviously yes like Alice was saying it is center like gay people need to be taken care of first right now because of we've been in a lot of gay <laughs> meetings lately but how but important to, business important business meetings, but to really figure out like the, there has to be a better way for the media to word it because it's coming off mm-hmm. as like gays are like dirty people that are, yeah it's coming off easy and, and it's, they're like gay people are walking around carrying these this disease and it's like well let's talk about like there's a way to spread if this was honestly if this disease would have started July 4th weekend all the maggots would be in it would be them and then they would and they, but they would still say we're the one who gave it to them because of pride Ashley what are your thoughts I mean the same sentiments as Alex you know I feel like there are definitely some problems in the way that it's being presented but um, you know obviously the issue is what it is yeah. Um yeah, I just I don't know. Monkeypox, it's just ever since COVID everything's been kind of a blur. And so it just kind of feels like I don't want to say not urgent, but I'm just like what else is next? Like is this is just life now. Like we have these like yeah. I feel monkeypox, like COVID, like we got to have these like serious like you have to wear your mask. You always have to have a mask on you. Like you never know what else is going to come up. So it's just mm-hmm. like this is the world that we live in. Mhm. I no. I have like a you know I I sort of more broadly feel like a lot of the problems that we're facing right now like in like a, a larger sense are like we we have too many people on this planet <laughs> like yeah. there's just there's a lot of people it's not, you know like um you know it's yeah it's especially it's sad natural when I selection see. Uh, it's it's just like what's bound to happen when we're concentrated in this way on a planet that has a finite amount of resources Mm yeah um and you know so you know that's like where um conversations like birth control really get at me because it's just like do you not see that there are just way too many people already (laughs) Mm -hmm. here and so with Mm -hmm. viruses like i just feel like you know as our population continues increasing it's like bound to happen yeah um, yeah more quickly yeah you know, um, more frequently, like, I just think that is the reality based on, yeah, yeah. it's like the, all the know. problems that will arise just from the fact that we are congested. Yeah, we're congested <laughs> yeah. and we're populating yeah. at, like, an accelerated rate. Yeah, right. And the <laughs> pandemic, a lot of people stayed inside and procreated, like, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's I mean, serious. I, 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 I knew so, people that had two babies during the pandemic, like, for the okay. first few years. So I want to pose a question, mm-hmm. let's take a quick break. Refill and think about your question. No, yeah. I have the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, when we come back, I want to pose it that oh. way we can really get into it. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. okay. All right, all right. So we'll be right back. All right. All right. Welcome back. I hope all your glasses are full. Now, Adam, mm. you had a question. Yeah. So we were talking about how, you know, this is life now. Mm-hmm. We're having to just kind of roll with the punches of like mm-hmm. pandemic after pandemic. Mm-hmm. Panini after panini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, panorama after panorama. My, que- <laughs> my question is, do you think the government is keeping us sick? And is all of these because they're the ones that are like, administering all this and keep getting us all sick as you were saying as like a natural selection a population control uh-huh mm-hmm. like some scandal shit like some like bigger picture like thing b613 shit mm. um i definitely don't think it's out of the realm 
I or I think it could be a combination of both. Uh-huh. It could be like natural order slash like man made pushed like conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. Yeah. It's like, like OTSS, only the strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there has to be some truth to some of these conspiracy theories. Some. Mm-hmm. In microdoses. Like there's one piece of truth. I think it comes that, from somewhere, right? I think that I agree with that, except for here's what I think that might be happening. The government has not been honest with us about that these viruses have been around for as long as they have, and you think mm, back to how uh-huh. and, you, and you think back to how many times you've been sick. There's a possibility that you know when people have gotten colds and then they die that that was COVID at that point. Like you don't yeah. like uh, so yeah. a part of me is like maybe now we're just starting to get like somebody to said you know what according to B six thirteen I'm gonna leak this and say like they're. This is what's going on right now. Fauci is BC. He said, I'm going to tell y'all that this is COVID. So you guys know, and it's a name to it. But as we also know, SARS SARS have been around for a very long time. COVID-19, because it came in 2019. So like, so, so like there was like, that's the, like, there's other versions of it out there. So a part of me thinks that we are just now getting the truth, and that's why you're hearing about the polio cases. That's why you're hearing about monkeypox cases. That's why you're hearing about the new virus in China, Languia, may not be pronouncing it right. Like, you're hearing about all these different viruses because it's like, they're, they've been there. People have been mysteriously dying for things of old age and all of that for a very long time. Even when you die of old age, it's because things start to shut down and things start to affect your system different. Mm-hmm. So... I, I just think that, yes, there is some play in it. It's been out there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think that some stuff could be, like, literally an accident. And they're trying Absolutely. to cover their tracks. And they're like, oh, shit, this yeah. was not supposed to happen. And now this is what it is. So we just have to because do think, the best we can with what we got. Because you know? think about how long people, uh, like, for example, my friend Chanel lives in Hong Kong. How long people, and they, they've been wearing masks. They've been wearing yeah. masks for the longest time, which meant that something in their air was always not good. It was always not good. So, like, we have been inhaling bad air. How many times people say New York has the worst air quality, X, Y, Z? Well, we're still inhaling this air every single day. And we did that before being forced to put on a mask. So, a part of me is just like, you go to places when you find out a place, oh, that place's water is bad. Don't drink that water. Like, who? how is that possible? Like, there's a lot of things that... Are just the way they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think like in Asia, I think like yeah, the air quality is definitely a thing there. But then mm-hmm. also, I think that they just it was more normal to say, you know, I'm I might be catching something and I don't want to give it to anybody, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna wear a mask to like protect yeah. others from that too. You know, um, so I and I actually think that's a good thing that's kind of coming out of the pandemic. Like, if I, I if I feel like I'm coming down with something, I'm gonna wear a mask around people. Yeah, that's, you know, like that's no longer such a taboo thing. To right, do. or it's just it's like, oh, good. what's wrong with you? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm just yeah. wearing a mask because I didn't have a cough. But, yeah. you, but you also, like, no, you know, sometimes know, you have a cold, cough. Flu, I don't know. But yeah. when yeah. you get a cough, sometimes I was talking to the guy who had uh, administered my um, monkeypox vaccine. It's like, you get a cough. Because he's like, do you have any COVID-like symptoms? Are you coughing? And I was like, I mean, I'm coughing, but here's my most recent COVID. Like, I'm negative and all of that. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, you can get 
allergy coughs. You can get all of this, and it's just like you still get those looks. I was on the train in the middle of these. I, I was just, oh yeah, <coughs> and people were just, yeah, are you yeah. for real? But I'm under my mask, but I'm still coughing. But I'm trying to do it as like low as I can. I like hold it to my eyes, start water, and I'm like, oh, and then when the doors yeah, open, you, you hear the like... ding because you got extra noise. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. I, mean, I always get a cough at the worst time. The worst yes. time. When I have to get my lashes done, 100%. which I'm literally laying down, the woman is over my face. So <laughs> the last time I did, I was like, "Can I get some water?" Oh, yeah. She's like, "Yes." And so I had to do it with my eyes closed, and she gave me the cup, and then it was hot water. I was like, oh, "Ma'am," she was like, "Oh, I gave me warm water." I was like, "Actually, that's probably better so instead that's, of like a cold." That's actually what you shot. need to get your throat. Down. Yeah, but I was just like, "Oh my gosh," it was the most, and I was like, "Why? Why?" Right now, right. or when I'm getting my nails done, always. Have or when you and I get in a cab, specifically us. Oh yeah. We, if we get in a cab, there's a ten out of ten chance. Ashley and I go clear our throat <laughs> upon getting in. <laughs> like we'll usually be like, "Are you good with Master's card?" Nah, and they're like, "Oh, you don't need that." Oh, okay, cool. We're all good. Yeah. Windows down, airflow. First thing I'll do. <clears throat> and it's like, are you for real? Are you doing that? Because you're trying to are like, you okay? It's like nah, I'm good. And you're like, huh, huh. when you think the sound is, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it happens all the time. People be coughing in the office though. That I'm just so like, <laughs> yo, just like, what is Adam that? gives people the this look. Adam, I'll make you take a picture if you do that look and put it on our Instagram page. Everyone, go make sure you follow our Instagram. Adam's gonna put up this photo of him giving this look when you cough. And I, it I is, would describe it as, as uh, you know, since I'm in person, as a stank face. It's yeah. stank. It's, just, it's that Adam giving you the look like, oh, what's wrong with you? You good? Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds like it hurt. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've also defi- I've definitely gotten glared at in the office. I had you know a residual cough. It was allergies. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I have bad allergies, and, um, so it's like I cough a lot. I went into the office and yeah, this woman gave me some dirty looks. <laughs> like, I, like I, I even said to her, I was like, listen, like it's not COVID. I'm taking. I took four tests in the last few days. I had like, the girl on the. Pl- remember what happened? We were going to Texas, Adam. For Ashley's yes. surprise birthday, this girl on the plane was like not with me. Like she, she was in front, like the seat in front of me. And the guy across from me, by the way, was coughing as well. So I don't know how y'all want to look at this, but this lady was like, um, "I cough." I said, <clears throat> "Like as soon as we sat down, that's all he did." Yeah, and she looked back at me, and then she turned back, and I was like, "Mask on, by the way, the whole time, people." And I said, <clears throat> "She looks back again." And I was like, "Okay." And then, like, we're going, and so I get up and go to the bathroom, have a good old cough session, get my life together. I pop me one of those good um, cough drops, like the ones with the Vicks that explodes in your mouth, not the ones that, like, are basically candy. Right. But um, I do that, I come back to my seat, and I just, I think I maybe clear my throat again. It wasn't even a cough. And she said, Are you sick? And I said, <laughs> no, I, no, I'm good. Because I had just taken a COVID test, so I, I they yeah. all said negative. Because I took that before I went home to Ashley's family. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't go walk in her house like that, even if it was surprising. It's going to be the hotel. I'm like. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was just like, "Are you sick?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, and I almost told her, "Here's my negative test." But then I was like, "I don't owe you this explanation." So we're sitting there, we're chilling, and this flight attendant is going down checking. She comes up to the lady, and the lady's like, "I need to move seats because he's sick." And and like yeah. and like across from me, this guy. I just need to point out some obvious. This lady was white, and the guy across from me was white, and I was black, as you must know. And the the, the, the lady was. The, listen, the guy was coughing up a storm, and the lady said none to him. And after that fact, I almost was like, "Man, was it 
a really problem because he's right behind you coughing. I'm like behind you, but diagonal from you. Like, and I'm just clearing my throat. Like, this man is over here, like, like trying to get it together. She ain't said nothing. It ain't him. Oh, I'm the gosh. problem. So then I think that's where those moments come in. Like, we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Like, was it really because you're scared about me sick? Or was it my race? Was it my sexuality? Like, what about you bothered? Because it it couldn't have been that. When somebody right. behind you is guaffing. Like, they are going off. <laughs> like, like, they are guaffing. Like, Thank you so much for that word. Look it up if you don't know. But like behind me, I'm just like, like that person just, hoo, 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 and I'm just, <coughs> I, I go off. You're welcome. And then I'm just, <coughs> <coughs> yeah, so that's, uh, we're stirring drinks over here, guys, where if, if you hear some drinks, I made actually a big old strong drink. Yeah, and I'm out. slow sipping it. Cause but geez. we should celebrate a few good things before we go. Mm-hmm. One of them is, Excited about the FBI raid. That's a great thing. I, yeah, I, I saw that broke. I think it's interesting. I think that right now you have, especially, the, I don't know why they still call them the GOP, but you have that group of people. You got the MAGAs. You got, yeah, you got them who are like, we want an explanation. And then today, um, Merrick Garland, Attorney General, he went on and he was just like, all right, well, we're going to do this. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, 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 we don't want to hear it. Now we don't want to hear whatever you found because now it's a little bit worse. And so I'm curious at how it's going to shake out. We don't have our resident political person, Braden, on today to talk about it. But I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Does anyone have any feelings on this? And do you think it's going to change that person from running in 2024? Uh, ultimately, no. Nothing is ever, nothing's gonna happen. Right. It is, this is just all about like, <gasps> it's scandalous. Like, that's yeah. what he took from the White House. Like, but ain't shit gonna happen. He's still gonna end up running. And, yeah. And then in now, in turn, they're gonna vote for him even harder because they're gonna be like, haha, we're sticking it to the FBI. Because now they're all crying, defund the FBI. Mm. So that's what's just about okay. to happen. So if anything, this just... Well, Marjorie's on her knees. Him. She was on her knees in a photo um, to a MAGA prisoner who was a domestic uh, terrorist. And she was on her knees praying for him because he had a MAGA hat. Oh, you yeah. Saw that. I saw and, about that. And it's just like, get... You, you know what? I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Because I'm changing, I'm turning over a new leaf. And I'm also going to make a public apology right now to Greg Abbott for calling him Wills. I do not want to affect anyone or offend anyone in the disabled community, and I need to make a public apology, but I still hate you, Greg. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, oh. that's nice. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. that shit gonna come back and bite you when they ass. Yeah, I know, because if you didn't know, I have new episodes of Days of Our Lives premiering December 26th um, on Peacock. Stream it. Watch it. Thanks. Go ahead. Yay. I'm so proud of you, honey. Mm-hmm. Thank you, That's friend. such a cool thing. That's I'm excited. I'm, I'm Now I'm getting to the point where I'm excited that, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, like, internship with them, like, it, it's over for now, but I'm excited to hopefully go back. Like, I'm, I feel good about this, and I'm, I was able to, at the end of the day, write for Marlena, and if anybody knows, I love the devil, I love Deidre Hall, and to be able to put words into her mouth, I will never, I'll never live that down. No one yeah. will ever... I can yeah. go now, and they're like, I wrote Marlena's voice, like, and we did that, so super excited, mm-hmm. yeah. and was able to call her, because they usually refer to her as Dr. Evans, I was able to say Dr. Evans Black, and put her actual married name that's been for the longest time she's been on the show, and it stayed, so mm-hmm. I'm very proud of that. Nice, but, uh, good for you. So, um, for, with the FBI raid, yeah, I, um, I, I kind of share Adam's sentiment. I feel pretty um, pessimistic about whether it's actually going to have any real results, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is disappointing. 
Um, you know, I, uh, January 6th was extremely traumatizing for, you know, I know everybody in this room, me personally, you know, um, and, you know, there's, uh, like articles coming out now that a lot of the jargon that, uh, is surrounding the FBI raid is similar, arguably worse even than, Mm -hmm. like, from the level and angle of, like, violence, um, and kind of, like, you know, uh, they didn't say it, but I'll say it, belligerence um, in regards to this raid. And, you know, it's, they're saying that it's, like, potentially worse than January 6th, you know, and it's, like, geez, like, what's gonna happen next? And that's really scary um, from the perspective of somebody who, like, you know, just, like, desperately wants this country to get better and, like, you know, start, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. really working for its people. Mm -hmm. Um, Uphold this quote-unquote real constitution, like, you created a, this is a place of dreams. It's supposed to be. And people are supposed to be safe here. People are supposed to be able to theoretically have whatever career they want. And so right now we're not a, we, we're not showing that. We're not showing yeah. that at all. Mm-hmm. Ashley, what are your thoughts on this? You're broken. I mean, the same, you know, it's, nothing's going to stick, so. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, if anything was going to stick, it would have happened Back before he was even elected. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to be surprised. I would love. Yeah, right. Of course, like, I would love to be like, oh my god, this actually. But meh. we're just gonna let this let this play out and fizzle out. I mean, we well, he's a <laughs> yeah. twice impeached, disgraced president. Like that. I mean, that's what happened. He was impeached twice, and I think that I keep wanting to say I trust or I believe in the American people as a whole, because no matter what, we did, even people that had voted for him originally, who some of them I will never forgive, everyone kind of got a brain, most people, to at least elect someone that wasn't him. Because we all thought he'd be back in there. So that's why I have a slight bit of faith, because no matter who even still are out there cheering for him, everyone got the right mind to say, all right, this is really not working. Like, most people said... I'm so sorry. We, like we got, we got to make some changes. There are people who came back from families that said, "Hey, I'm sorry." Now I know there are some things that are happening or were happening that people weren't too happy about with the current administration. I will say it's interesting. I want to see what the articles say about the gas prices are below four dollars now. You know, like what? What are we? Are we going to attribute anything to the current administration and what they're trying to do? You know, and Russia no. announced Russia announced today that the negotiations are officially underway uh, to bring back Brittany Griner and another one of um, our American hostages mm-hmm. over there. Like, we are and actually prisoners of war, not hostages. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure that people are giving props to the, you know, the, the current administration where they can, but I also don't want them to not gloss over and hold their feet to the fire. Hold their feet to the fire on things that they aren't doing, but always make sure to congratulate them on things they do do. The Democrats, that's not going to happen. Like, the Democrats aren't like that, which is unfortunate. It's like, I'm all about congratulating you on something you succeeded in, but holding your feet to the fire on shit you didn't do that you promised. Right. But that's not what's, yeah. And unfortunately, we're just not seeing that. Right. Like, Biden has said all these things. And, you know. Well, I mean, he did come in on a pandemic. I'm not defending, but No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, obviously, you know, he can't just snap his fingers and it's done. Obviously, you know, there's a check and balance. However, 
you know. It just, then now it just seems like even bigger. It's just like, wow, nothing is really being done. Like, well, I think that, that... And I think Republicans play the long game. And, like, they've figured something out. Some, like, evil, evil way. Like, in their like, evil Romy plan. Wade was, like... This was worked in the, in the, in the I, very I agree with you, beginning. I agree with you 100%. Like, they, 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 they thought of that, like, we're going to start thinking about that now for... Yeah. And so by... By this these time, it'll happen. Yeah, by midterms, we're going to be but would raped you, over the coals. But would you say that the same thing happened with the Democrats and approving gay marriage? That that was a long thought out plan because there had been because that was typically what people ran on for the longest time. Like I remember being young and seeing like debates and gay marriage was always at the top of that debate and it was mm-hmm. so interesting. I didn't hear much about like abortions and Roe v. Wade. Like I really didn't. Like even in the small town I'm from, it was literally gay marriage that was so always talked about. And then the phrase of making sure you're able to put food on your table for your families. Like, those were the things We're that all were about like, middle class. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, yeah, ultimately, that had to have been, you know, in the works yeah. leading up, obviously, to when it passed. However, I don't, I don't I mean, it, it, it was just the right time, and you know, for that to happen. Yeah. But I actually, it's just a circumstantial. But I, I just feel like the Republicans, the Republicans always seem to get away with something. Yeah, always right, and they always get something passed. That's like ridiculous, right? And it it just that it just constantly seems like that that's happening. And and I agree with you, Adam. We get like once every millennia. But it's to on your point. It seems like that because the Democrats are in control. How the fuck did y'all get the rope? Like, how did y'all get away with that? We are in control. Like, how did you, as Republicans, get away with something when the Democrats are literally in control? And it's because the long game, they said, let's fuck this, let's get the Supreme Court together. Because it doesn't matter, because then it won't matter what happens in the Senate and in the House. If we get the Supreme Court, we're good. So we're over here celebrating. We got the Supreme Court, we got the House, and, and I mean, the Senate, and we got the House, and they're like, we got the final decision makers. What you gonna do? And it's just like because Democrats weren't thinking that. We thought we were like, eh, Supreme Court's fine because we're good. We got we we got roof. We got all that. What do you have to say? I'm sorry. Well, they. I mean, um, you know, it's it went back to you know uh, Obama not being able to appoint a Supreme mm-hmm. Court justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. he should have yeah. been given the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. been um, uh, yeah, a huge disappointment. And you know, I mean. I've seen um, articles detailing sort of just like, you know, the fighting dirty versus fighting clean. And yep. Mm-hmm. What, you know, the fact that fighting dirty is winning. It's, yeah. you know, I think it's tough because I would say, you know, um, it's, yeah, it's hard to continue believing in a party where, you know, like, obviously it's it's still corrupt. It's less corrupt. Right. It's right. Still corrupt. I agree. Yep. Um, and you're not winning either. <laughs> you're, like, not, you're not. You're not. No. And, and you're and you're winning silly battles. <laughs> Alex, are you someone? Because I want to ask, pose this question to you. I saw an article the other day that said that, uh, and forgive me, what I'm about to say, guys, that a lot of this is on Ruth Bader for not resigning when she should, even though it's a life appointed position. Once she got sick, a lot of people are saying like she should have stepped away and gave it, given us the opportunity to elect someone in her place. So this couldn't have. Ha- so. The Amy Coney Barrett, who succeeded her, sh- couldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I think um, to so like number one, 
I don't necessarily disagree. Mm-hmm. However, number two, to disgrace the image of somebody who did so much for this country mm-hmm. and so much for marginalized people, so much for women yeah. um, over the course of her career is, I mean, it's just a shame. Like, it's it was... Um, and a know, woman at that, because they would have done that to a man. Yeah, um, and, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm disappointed that, you know, that that didn't happen. I am, you know, I feel fairly confident that she was smart enough to have thought of it. I don't yeah. know, I don't pretend to know what the reasoning was behind it, but it was, it was disappointing to me yeah. that that happened, yeah. you know? Yeah, no. No 100, I, I totally, yeah. Yeah, same. Sentence. Same, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, that definitely would have helped, but at the same time, we cannot put that on her. Right, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, she's done enough that that shouldn't even be a thing that we're just like, man, you fucked up. It's like, no, she didn't. It's just like, like, the system was messed up. We thought, and again, who knows what's going on. She probably thought we were in a safe, we probably thought we were in a safe place. I mean, at that point. Who knows, maybe there were promises made that didn't come through, which when she passed, she thought, it was going to go one way mm-hmm. and it didn't. Because once, I think that once a lot of people saw that Obama was leading this country, they were like, oh, then anybody like who is, you know, a woman can be president. Because um, uh, a man God of color was. Like, yeah. like, he, but, broke, but, he broke the he, mold. He broke the mold. So, like, I think Democrats concentrated so much on a dream that it was just like, that's how we lost what we lost. With, because for all intents and purposes, we should, like, feel how they feel about Hillary. Hillary or Bernie should have been in that seat. We should have never had Trump. Like, we fumbled that bag because we were so concentrated on, like, we are living a dream. We had a black person. Like, we, that's where Democrats' head was. And we kept selling this dream, like, free college, free healthcare, free all that. And we had Hillary. We had Bernie. We had two people, all the marching that Bernie did, you know, with the black civil rights movement, all the stuff that, you know, Hillary had done for, like, we were in a place where we were too comfortable. And I think that, um, that that was tough, but what I don't want to do, as you guys said, I don't want to ever downplay what women have done to the society. We love women here, you know what Ruth Bader Ginsburg has done, and all the people that she's helped. Two other strong women that we want to talk about as we close out our well three, but two to start that we want to talk about as we close out our show is Olivia Newton John. Uh, she passed mm-hmm. away recently, and mm-hmm. we're still hopelessly devoted to you. We love you. <laughs> and it's it was so sad. Yeah. What's y'all's favorite memory of her? Obviously, Grease is something huge, but what's y'all's favorite? Yeah, memory? I mean, Grease was is one of my favorite movies like of all time, and mm-hmm. I remember being introduced to that <clears throat> movie by uh, my friend Shira. Y'all know Shira. I know Shira. <laughs> yeah, it was her favorite movie. Shira's fun. I need her to come back. Yeah, and um, it's her favorite movie, and you know we bonded over that movie, and <clears throat> Olivia Newton-John, she's classic, man, like. She still held up to the end in terms of her voice. I heard her, they did a reunion uh, recently, and she's still singing. I was like, Olivia, because yeah. that's, for those of you who don't know, she's been battling breast cancer for years. For a long time. So for a very long time. So, I mean, all the reunions and concerts you've seen her in where she's still singing, like, she was battling that then, and it's just like, mm-hmm. she was still good until the very end. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, so many, like, couple like TV models after Sandy and Danny. Dan and Edna Turner, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like 
it's classic, and she will always go down in history. She will. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have anything? Um, one of my favorite lip syncs on RuPaul's Drag Race is of is when Katya and um, oh, I can't remember Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell. You're welcome. Had to yeah had to lip sync to Twist of Fate mm-hmm. by Olivia Newton John. And she was and, there. Yeah, she was there. And mm-hmm. so it was like, she, Katya like killed it in front of her. It's just like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. That must so have Yeah. That's not a problem. She Michelle was, Williams she said was, with her song. Yeah, what? she started crying. Michelle Williams with her song. And she, so did Fantasia when they did Even Angels. Fantasia mm-hmm. started crying. Uh, so. But Michelle Williams when, they, when she did, oh, there's something about the starlight moonlight <laughs> that makes everything feel like everything oh, is all up. right. Y'all know that song. <laughs> Y'all thought the song. Uh, Alex, you have an Olivia Newton. <laughs> I'm nothing that's gonna top that. Not, not nothing, nothing that will top or bottom that. Um, the other woman I wanted to shout out, Ashley. Huh? No. Oh, I was gonna say. I'm sure we're both thinking about Serena. Yeah. Yeah. We're tops and bopsy. <laughs> not topsy and not bopsy. Yeah. And not. Yeah. What are the twins? Dill and Lil. Phil and Lil. Sure. Oh, I'll start. Okay. I, you said very, enough of this. I'm, I'm like, you know, I knew the time would come. Of course. Because I just, I remember when they started. Like, Me I remember too. when I first saw them on TV at Wimbledon. It was just like, what? Who are these girls? Who are these little black girls? And they really <laughs> did inspire me. Like, I would go outside and play. And just like, I was like, I want to do this. That was I, one of the I first things I knew about camp. you. I was like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I am. The but you can still, you can still hold up now. <laughs> I can still. No, play. Adam can still get it on the court. I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Adam. No wait. No, no, no. no, no don't clear your throat. Yeah. That ball flew to the highway. I said, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so now, however many years it's been later, I can't. I'm not gonna do math. To see her career come to as to where it is now, and I love that she was like, "I'm not saying retiring or saying retired. It's more of like a um, transit, not transition. What a was the word? retirement. Yeah, but it was like a you know, she's just moving on to the next project, and it's like right. obviously tennis will still be here, right? And She'll if never... I want to come back and do something. I a, I will. You're right. Don't but, twist. Right. I'm going. I'm moving into a new. She wants to have another baby. Like she wants oh, she to like. Was, like yeah, she life. wants to focus on being a mother. Mm-hmm. And, and isn't that the dream to like you know like like work to be able to afford the lifestyle that you want? You know, yeah. like she's yeah. got her foundation. She's got her kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's been in the business you know, for how long? Twenty five years. Twenty twenty five. Such a legend. Yes. No. It's like. She's yeah, she's forty one. Yeah. Forty yeah. one? Yeah. Sure. She was born in nineteen eighty one. I looked it up today. Wow. Isn't that wild? So yeah, like no, good for her. Yeah. Have a break. You know, an amazing she, career. You've done a lot for I think women's sports just in mm-hmm. general. Yes. Yeah. She is the most celebrated female athlete. Yeah. Of all time. So now <laughs> I need to like, figure out because yeah. right. she likes a night match. So one of those first and second round night matches, like I, I'm gonna try and go see her, because if I don't now, then it's like I'm obviously never gonna get to mm-hmm. again. Yeah, my mom and her best friend are coming into town to watch Serena, mm-hmm. and I'm like, here when? 
Um, it's the at the la- end of the of last the week of August. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. how cool! I'm like, <laughs> is there an extra yeah, ticket for that's me? Cool. <laughs> well, Serena has been playing for 27 years. 27. I said 25. Yeah, yeah. Oh, close, yeah. close. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's you know, crazy. That's it's, it's been also long. like your body wears out when you're an athlete. Oh no! And right? yeah, she suffered so many injuries. Like she mm-hmm. almost died from a blood clot. And let's yeah. not talk about like, the you know the personal injuries she suffered from. Like her mental health. Like the, the way health, that people the have racism. The racism. Um, I mean, people. Sexism. People. Body drew, shaming. I'll never forget mm, when people that. drew her as like. A gorilla type character, mm-hmm. and, and like and, it was like a UK cartoon. Yeah, it was a cartoon, and her lips—they made her lips so big. Which, by the way, Little Mermaid, y'all need to go get rid of the blackfish and the other fish who was singing with the big lips because that is problematic. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Um, so it's you know she went through a lot. You know when her child was born. I mean, people talked about her child. I think that obviously people always say children and husbands are should be out of it, but like they attacked her whole family. And it was it wasn't good, and obviously what just happened recently uh, with King Richard coming out, and then Will Smith, and th- that whole situation, it it put more pressure on them because they were like, "What are y'all stances on it?" It became more about how the Williams felt over anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on to the last woman, who I want to talk about, who I feel is completely strong, Alex. We have been so happy to have you here on the podcast. Okay. I am so incredibly proud that you are going to go off and do wonderful things in Amsterdam. You're going to meet wonderful people. You're not... I was with you the other day, and I said, well, you're probably going to meet, like, another Darrell. And you said something to me that, like, stuck with me. You're like, you're never going to meet another Darrell. No. And that <laughs> means the world. And we, we here love you at Pride the Podcast, and we're going to miss you. And never another of any of you. I love y'all so much. Yes. I really do. I am a one-of-a-kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all can tell it's Leo season, right? You know how those Leos oh are. You know, um, so guys, thank you so much for joining us for our last episode of the season. We can't wait to see you guys in September. It's going to be great. We're going to have some really special guests coming up, so please stick around. Go listen to episodes you haven't listened to. I mean, we have so many. You go listen mm-hmm. to our 100th episode, Great Time, all of our special guests we've had on. We did our all-female episodes. Our all-female mm-hmm. episode. I mean, we did so many episodes for you guys um, because we love you and we love you guys listening. You can follow me at I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram and Darrell Anthony on Twitter. And always fo- follow Pride the Series everywhere and email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at pridetheseries at gmail.com. You can find me, Adam Andrew Rios, at Fox Wine Poppy with a zero on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And I love that. You're Twittering what? <laughs> and TikTok. Yeah. Oh, my Twitter is not safe for it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's locked, right? Yeah, it's locked. Okay. So, yeah. whatever. You need a second one. Like a professional one. Mm. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the professional shawty. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next season. Yo, you put up your Duke like you were really for the Duke song. professional shawty. Yo. <laughs> Dumb. You can follow me, Ashley, at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. Um, yeah, and donate to an LGBTQ mm. foundation. Your dealer's Charity. choice. Charity. Dealer's choice, but do it. Yay. <laughs> um, and I'm Alex Vigital. Thank y'all so much for having Yay. me. Yay! Thank you for coming. Yeah. Breaking in the new studio. Right. Yeah, you're the first one. Be flowered in. You know I love popping a studio. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh,
You're such a top. Tell the kids where they can find you, follow you on the on the on the, on the socials. socials. They can follow along in your adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm at um, Shmigatov. It's S H M. I always struggle spelling it. Y'all know this. Y'all know I I struggle every time. But go ahead. S H M I G O T O V on Instagram and that's it. The one and only. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, as you know, you can always follow our other co host, Mr. Braden Bradley, on Twitter, social media, all of that. And also our producer, Corey Seymour, that's C O R E Y S E E M O R E. Make sure you follow all of us. We love you guys. And until next season, happy Pride. Bye. Bye. Bye.